from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. We are ready to go. It's Tuesday, August 18th. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life. Uh, for the Diocese of Des Moines coming up here very soon. We're going to talk to Adam about discernment today, discerning in our families, not just deciding what it is or big or small decisions in our life, but discerning what that actually looks like, how we do that in our marriages, how we do that with kids, how we do that with our grandkids, and just in general as a family. We'll have that for you coming up here in just a few minutes. Melissa Molesky is going to be on today. She's a speaker, writer, director of youth and young adult ministry, uh, and she's a regular presenter at different family uh, faith formation conferences around the country. She's going to be talking today about her new book, The Supreme Vocation of Women, According to St. John Paul II. Yes, the true feminist, St. John Paul II. Uh, she has written a book all on it, and I love the uh, the cover page. So we'll have that for you coming up at about 7.15 today. Jean Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview her 10 o'clock show this morning. And then coming up at 7.45, we're going to have uh, Mike Cronin. He's going to be on the show. He is a um, uh, Frank Cronin. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, The World According to God. He's got a new book out called The Whole Truth About Life and Living. We'll have that for you in the second half hour. Frank Cronin. Uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day as well. It's a jam-packed Tuesday. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. How are you doing? Right when you turn the channel, the Cubs hit that three-run home run, huh? I I know nothing about what you're speaking about, Uh, I, I just got uh, my, my phone blows up when something uh, happens. Uh, usually it's against me, and uh, it's usually you and my uh, younger brother up there in Ankeny, uh, yeah. Padre Pio's uh, a cousin. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> He said, uh, oh, Cubs are going to get swept. That's what I get the text. And about mm-hmm. uh, two swings later, Easter Bodie <laughs> takes it deep center field. And uh, that's what my son calls him, the Easter Bodie, because if you remember, he hit that grand slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Easter uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years Easter ago, Sunday. last year or two yeah. years ago. Anyway, uh, the Easter Bodie strikes two again. Years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cubs win. We needed that win. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I went in. They did. They had. A, they needed a stay because they had dropped five in a row, and that yeah. was not looking good. No. And that's kind of when I decided to go to my DVR, and I had a, <laughs> you know, a show I watch on Sundays. I didn't get a chance to watch it, and I started in with that, and uh, then you guys. Let me know what was going on. So. I'll let you know, all right. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I tuned out just a little too quick. Maybe yep. what? Just three pitches? That all I missed? No, I think it, it was a it few. Yeah, south for me. That was okay. it. It uh, had a little life there, and I'm thinking, you know, something might be happening here, and then boom. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if they can yeah. hang on tonight. Yeah. And uh, I hope so. Uh, I just love hearing stuff like that, and then of course you guys start piling on me, like you know, I, I have nothing better to do. Well, you're going to have to do this more often <laughs> now. A, now, whenever there's a big, <laughs> whenever there's something on the line here, I'm going to make you turn the channel to your favorite show, and then I'll just keep you updated on what happens. You know. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I have a lot of them DVR'd I haven't saw uh, thus far uh, in the last few months, but uh, appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. the heads up. I there appreciate you, you and my brother keeping me updated. And, he, you know, you saw him lobbying for these uh, w- this curling scores, and I said, hmm, an event that takes place once every four years, and he wants curling updates. Yeah, it, that's every, every four years. That's right. It's a big Olympic sport. And uh, I've seen people do yeah. it during quarantine. Olympics, I've seen people yeah. doing their own homemade uh uh, what do you call it, curling, you know, sort of things with ice and stuff. I, I don't yeah. know. I've seen some mm-hmm. videos on that. That was fun. <laughs> That's pretty good. You, you could bring those up on YouTube. But he wanted those scores, and I directed him to which radio station here in central Iowa might be bringing those <laughs> to him, and it, it wasn't this one. So no I curling hope, I hope scores he took here. that well. We got sports to get to. <laughs> That's right. Actual sports, John. That's there you go. exactly right. <laughs> All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have mostly clear skies, 57 degrees, calm winds, and humidity up there at 87%. We're going to have a beautiful day once again as we're going to have a beautiful week here in central Iowa as cleanup continues from the uh, derecho that we had a week ago. Uh, today will be mostly sunny skies, high of 82 degrees here in central Iowa, low humidity, northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 58 degrees and tomorrow partly cloudy high of 84 degrees will be that way all throughout the week partly cloudy highs in the mid 80s all the way through friday next chance of rain is actually on saturday here in central iowa well in the news on this uh, tuesday morning if you haven't filled out the census yet well the u.s census bureau says you shouldn't be surprised if you get a knock on your door now since last week census takers have been visiting homes of iowans who have yet to complete their census questionnaire uh, and iowa uh, partnership coordinator with the U.S. Census Bureau says census takers are hired locally to go door to door in their communities to follow up with those uh, households that have yet to uh, fill out their census report. It's still not too late to self-respond to the census. In fact, Iowa has been in the top five states in the country with the number of households self-responding, sitting at 69 percent of households as of Sunday. Uh, if you if you need to uh, self-respond to the census, log on to 2020census.gov. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard. Some of the Midwest teams involved in what John was referring to earlier, the Cubs and Cardinals, or the, the Cubs and Cardinals split a doubleheader yesterday at Wrigley Field. St. Louis taking game one by the score of three to one. Cubs taking the nine. Nine five to four victory at Wrigley Field. Uh, White Sox defeated Detroit seven to two, and Minnesota Twins defeated the Kansas City Royals four to one. Yesterday, the high school fall uh, season got underway. High school sports for the fall season. Boys high school golf yesterday. Dowling defeated Southeast Polk and boys golf by seven strokes at the Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill. The Maroons were led by a, a senior. 
uh, was runner-up with a 78 yesterday. Today, the Dowling Boys golf team up this morning again. They take on Urbandale at the Beaver Creek Golf Course in Grimes, and they'll tee it off this morning at 9 o'clock. We're just 10 days away from the start of the high school football season right here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th consecutive year. Dowling Catholic High School football broadcast right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Maroons are the seven-time defending champions, and our opening night is Friday, August 28th. And that'll be Dowling at Indianola, pregame at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock from the Indianola Football Stadium. Join us for the call all on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 57 degrees under mostly clear skies, calm winds, humidity up there at 87%, but today we will see sunny skies, low humidities, high of 82 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show, coming up Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting off accident-free, no major delays to pass along, so just keep an eye out for the construction as you are out and about today, and uh, still a few uh, down trees as you are in the, the side neighborhoods. This uh, Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can is a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Remember when we had traffic? <laughs> Remember that? Uh, what was that? Uh, 20 odd. <laughs> yeah, 2019, 2018. I, I remember there used when, to be When some people traffic. were actually driving to yeah. work and, you know, you didn't have to worry about it all too much. We're going to try to get that back in 2021. I'll tell you what. Of course, you know, now the traffic is, you know, from your bedroom to the bathroom to yeah, the kitchen. That's it. That's, you know, the, that's, table. that's the traffic. Which there could be some delays, so watch out for Legos <laughs> and, you know, that's true. trucks. I've had a few of those. <laughs> uh, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and family life hello sir hey good morning john all right discernment here not just deciding uh for big and small decisions in our family life but discerning what does that look like in a family yeah well you know i think there's a few kind of key uh dispositions or uh ideas that we should have when we talk about discerning and the first is uh you know just being very clear and very intentional about uh, what's our ultimate goal? Because, you know, discernment always involves uh, competing goods. It involves different things that saying yes to one thing involves saying no to other things. And uh, sometimes they're held in tension and you have multiple good things held in tension at the same time. So what's our ultimate goal? And as Catholics, we know that our ultimate goal is is to become saints, to become united with God who loves us first. Uh, but to return that love and to live eternally in that love. And if that's our highest goal, uh, then all the other choices that we make, all the other decisions that we make ought to be oriented around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important also to be just intentional about keeping uh, first things first, because I think a major part of discernment is recognizing when, you know, maybe 
your desire for a promotion just crept up a little bit more than your desire for holiness or your desire for comfort crept up a little bit higher than your desire to do God's will. Uh, and that happens to all of us all the time. Uh, but are we intentional about that? And are we uh, attentive to when that happens? I think if we can be, then I think we're going to discern a lot better. Boy, that's a big one to think about. Comfort. getting uh, Having yeah. comfort get in the way of, of God's will in our life. And I think most every one of us, every single one of us, I think, listening right now, myself included, uh, sometimes base our decisions on comfort rather than, as Pope Benedict XVI said, greatness, because we weren't made for comfort, as he said. We were made to be great. We were made to be saints, as you were um, indicating before. Um, but how is this done in small decisions? Uh, you know, maybe like a little practical guide here. What, what do we do? Because I could see, you know, maybe big decisions. My wife and I are really good at that, uh, you know, bringing these to God. But the small day-to-day decisions, it's like, you know, we don't want to bother God with this sort of, you know, stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I do think, I do think, how do you do it on a daily basis? A few things. One is, uh, you know, you have to have habitual prayer in your life hmm. in order to bring these things to the Lord, because it's not, if it's not habitual, if it's not intentional, if you don't have uh, a set time, or at least try to have a set time, um, you're, you're not going to do it very well. So habitual prayer, I think, is a part of it. I think um, cultivating some level of uh, self-knowledge or some level of reflection, I think, is important. And then, uh, you know, have people in your life that you can talk to, not just about the big decisions, uh, but about a little, little ones too, like your spouse, maybe a trusted friend, maybe a spiritual advisor. Um, you know, I think you have to cultivate habits, though, and as Aristotle said, you are what you repeatedly do. Uh, for the little decisions, it's not so much finding a process, but it's it's having lived such a habit, uh, habitual way of life uh, that it kind of comes naturally to you. And then I think I think another thing about discernment that we always need to remember is that we ought to discern in peace. You know, I think a lot of times people approach discernment that if I get the right answer, everything's going to go swimmingly for me. But if I do the wrong answer, my life is ruined. Everything's going to derail. You know, I'm going to be unhappy. And that's not, that's not how God works with his children. He doesn't say, you know, here's three options. One leads to joy, two lead to death. Choose wisely. What's behind you know, door number one? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't put us in that position. You know, he wants what's best for us, but he also wants us to be free and so we, we can have confidence in our discernment. We can trust that, you know, as long as we're, as long as we're pulling in the right direction, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to, you know, uh, make bad choices. We're going to make errors of judgment. But if we're really sincerely seeking God's will, he's going to take care of us and he's going to draw goodness out of all the decisions we make, whether or not it was, you know, the, practically most perfect decision we could have made. Yeah, that's a great reflection for this morning. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese. Anything coming up you'd like to promote? Uh, no, not this morning. I'm actually uh, in Indiana. I was just at my brother's wedding, which nice. was a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, so we're, I'm not even in town this week. All right. So. Well, don't call yeah. his office, folks. Adam Story, Director yeah. of Marriage and Family Life. He'll be back soon. Talk to you soon, brother. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks, John. All right, Melissa Molesky is going to be on coming up at 7.15. She's a speaker, writer, and uh, she is regularly present regularly presents at Faith Formation Conferences around the country, parish retreats as well. She's got a new book out uh, for you women out there, The Supreme Vocation of Women, according to St. John Paul II. Melissa will be on right after this to talk all about it. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Tuesday, August 18th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Can't do it without our underwriters. Catholic family, wide range, high quality, hardscape services, including paver patios, retaining walls, sidewalks, premium boulder walls, and more. Passionate about the work and service that they provide. Honesty and integrity come first. 493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father We believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends, here on this Tuesday, August 19th, quarter after. 
Uh, Frank Cronin coming up at uh, 745 today. He is going to be on to talk about uh, his book, The World According to God, The Whole Truth About Life and Living. Um, this is a excellent book, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this as well. So we'll have him coming up in the second half hour. Make sure to stay tuned. All right, let's go to our next guest of the day, a writer, a speaker. She's um, regularly presents at different faith formation conferences and parish retreats, consults with special diocesan initiatives. Melissa Molesky joins me. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for coming on, talking about your book, The Supreme Vocation of Women, According to St. John Paul II. I, I think we'll get into uh, how he was the true feminist here in a second here, but what what was the supreme vocation of women? I have to ask. Well, um, as John Paul II shared right before he died, um, it, the supreme vocation for him, for women, is to be what he calls Sentinels of the invisible, um, and which is such a powerful phrase. I had never heard of it before, and, and when I realized that this is something that he said, I was like, "What does that mean? What is what is that? And, and where does it come from? And how does it fit in with everything that he's already written so beautifully and so eloquently, uh, you know, on the theology of women?" And so I, I could not resist <laughs> exploring that and and discovering what he meant. What did he mean? I, I mean? I'm interested. I've never heard this phrase before. Uh, well, he what I think he meant was that womanhood is meant to be something, not just do something. And this is um, essentially uh, what he means is to be a guardian of the human person as we know it in Christ which is revolutionary because it's not just about doing certain things, but being a certain way that reveals God in the world and protects what God has, has gifted us in the world. So almost not defining yourself on what you have or what you do, but defining yourself on really the way God has created you. Yes, yes. And, I, and that's, a, that's a perennial question that I think a lot of people have is, is you know, why did God make mankind, male and female, and specifically what, what is that meant to be, what is that meant to look like, and ultimately how our, our nature is supposed to act in the world. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of people get so caught up in what that's supposed to look like, what we're supposed to do, what's supposed to, what boxes we're supposed to check off, that we forget to stop and think about what is, what is the purpose of our particular way of existing, and then how does that encourage us to live that out in specific ways that are that are specific to our gender but still retain ties to that universal call to to holiness and and to be be stewards of each other in the world and um, protecting the truth of of divine revelation that God's handed on to us. I think one of the things that secularism really confuses is, um, you know, comparing men to women or, um, you know, talking about uh, women and men as the same rather than as equal. And those are two very different things. We've talked about that on this show before. Men and women are equal, of course, in dignity, made in the image and likeness of God, but not the same. 
that that women right. especially, and, and we could get into the men's, but we'll talk about the women's here because we're with you, uh, the unique <laughs> strengths, the unique abilities, uh, the unique um, ways in which they communicate God to the world. What are maybe one or two of those ways that you found through the writings of St. John Paul II that he talked about? Um, the way that communicating, that's a, that's a great question. It's a hard one because, it, as you said, it's very it's very hard to parse out what is truly unique between men and women and, and what are universal human attributes. So I would say um, really a unique attribute of, of female way of being human is um, protecting the integrity of the human person um, in a very, very special and incisive way that women have the ability to recognize and respond to what is best for the whole human person. So, for example, you know, in the Bible, we see lots of the Old Testament women who, who get it right are, are concerned with not only the temporal wear, welfare for God's people, but their moral integrity as well. And they find a way to to preach that, to live that, to protect that without compromising one or the other. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's why I, I say in, in the Supreme Vocation that um, we, we have the honor of guarding the person in Christ, because we are, we are protecting the human person as created in God's image, and that is our particular, our particular um, responsibility. What, what did feminism look like to John Paul II? Well, because we say he's the he's the you know the the Catholic feminist, right? I mean, with with all the writings that he wrote on uh, for women and uh, and about women, um, you know, I, I think it's important for us to really kind of define our terms here when it comes to what true feminism in the Catholic faith looks like, and and who better to to give us what that can look like than Saint John Paul? Yes, absolutely, and I think what's fascinating about John Paul II. Uh, mindset is that for him, feminism was just acknowledging the equal dignity of the female person um, and not getting bogged down in the specifics of how the human person is supposed to live out their life. And so, yes, obviously women have equal dignity um, and they have equal purpose in the eyes of God. And what they are called to do in this world is no less important and dignified and powerful and strong and necessary as what men are called to do. Um, and that's, that's, that's the real Catholic feminism, is that, that power and that agency to do what, call, what God is calling us to do. Now, what specifically that is, is going to be different, and that's okay, because everyone has different things that need to be done, that should be done to bring out the entire story of of salvation history and make it come to life through Christ. And so it's just, he understands that women have this this very important and necessary part to play, and there's no downplaying it at all. There's no putting it in a little box. Where can people get the book? This is your little thing. Pardon me? Where can people get the book? Oh, Sophia Institute Press. Sophia, uh, sophiapress.com, uh, Supreme Vocation is the best place to go, but you can also get it on Amazon, and 
I think Target and all sorts of places. <laughs> you so. can get it everywhere. You can also go to Divine Treasures here locally, friends. If they don't have it, they'll order it for you. Melissa Molesky, thanks for coming on, Melissa. It sounds like a great book. Oh, thank you, John. I appreciate your time. All right. You have a good day. You as well. The Supreme Vocation of Women According to St. John Paul II is the book. And uh, as I said, it's a great cover. Awesome. I think it, it reminds me of Our Lady on the cover. So pretty cool. Uh, coming up in the second half hour here, we'll have Frank Cronin. He's going to be on the show. He's going to be talking about uh, his new book, The World According to God, The Whole Truth About Life and Living. That in the second half hour. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, thank you for being a part of the show here on this Tuesday. And a thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Man of integrity and faith. Met him on the court, basketball court, years ago and have remained friends ever since. One day he said he wanted to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. And I said, what? I said, you're not even Catholic. He said, I don't care. I want to support you. How can I do it? I said, uh, well, give me a call. Next thing you know, he's on the show. Thank you. Residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, 30 years, 963-4494. Residential re-roofs, a supporter here of Iowa Catholic Radio because he believes in what it is that we're putting out there for our Lord. 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, I say to you, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and said, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men this is impossible, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him in reply, We have given up everything and followed you. What will there be for us? Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you, that you who have followed me in the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory, will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for the sake of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and last will be first. The Gospel of the Lord Apart from Jesus, the world equates success with the proliferation of material goods and other relationships that inhibit our relationship with Him. In this Gospel, He upends the secular system of values by proclaiming that those who seem to be the losers will be the winners in this new age because they followed Him. Are we able to see and act according to this new age that Jesus has ushered in, or do we still allow ourselves to be distracted? At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Here, live from the Mercy One studio, John Leonetti in the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Tuesday. I know you got a lot to do today, friends. I know you got a, a list a mile long, but I want you to remember that nothing is more important than that time that you spend with our Lord today. Nothing is more important than your prayer. So let you take, you know, again, take that to the bank. The project, I know you got deadlines, responsibilities, all of it, but... Nothing's going to be important in what you do and what you say with our Lord today in prayer. So make sure to make time for it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our prayer, our morning offering to God on the show. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Frank Cronin coming up soon. The world according to God, the whole truth about life and living. He'll be on about 745 today. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, my friend. Good morning once again, John. How you doing on this uh, Tuesday morning? Ready to go. Ready to go after that uh, win last night for the Cubs. And uh, going to attack this Tuesday today. Like I said, a lot of work to well, do today, but nothing more important than our time with God. That's correct, and uh, I know you've, you're working hard at uh, getting ready for the Bishop's uh, Golf Classic on uh, that Monday, <laughs> August 31st. What, about 12, 13 days away? You're getting the swings in? Oh, I, I, I told you I took that lesson. It messed everything up. So, you know, you, you do everything wrong, and sometimes the everything goes right, and then now you try to do things mm-hmm. right, and then everything goes wrong. So I'm, I'm trying to fix that, but we'll see. Wasn't that the golf instructor that said, John, maybe you're just better off uh, doing it from the couch, uh, playing video golf? Is that video, the guy? Video game golf? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take it. I hit the ball. I, I, I'm sure I'd hit the ball a lot better there. <laughs> that was the advice he gave you. Yeah. And uh, you're uh, you're going to lead uh, our Iowa Catholic Radio foursome uh, that day? Hmm. Well, I, well, I'm not going to be leading it. I'll be, I'll be you know, limping in. Uh, hopefully they can uh-huh. use a couple of my shots, but we'll see because it's best ball now. So that kind of that saves me. Our listeners should know. I know who is not going to finish in the top ten that Ooh. day. I don't know. We're going to win. <laughs> We're going to win. Yeah, but you're on the team. Well, that's true. I, I don't know. Listen, I, I Pat McManus's golf classic. I was on that team, and we won. Now they used only one of my shots throughout the entire eighteen holes, but still, I contributed at least contributed mm-hmm. to one. John. John, just realize that in golf, there's the unofficial 19th hole, and maybe you can contribute there. Yeah, that's true. All you really need in golf, when you're playing best ball, uh, folks, all you really need is one solid player that can just beat everyone else, even you know full full teams. That's what you need. So you got to look for that player. I'm not that guy, so don't ask me to be that guy. Uh, but but I'll have fun. I'll, I'll I'll keep you. I'll hopefully keep you laughing along the way. 
I'm sure that'll happen out there. I can't wait. Are we doing a live broadcast that day? I, I don't mean, know. We could probably we'll see work what we something can do. out. Yeah, we might be able to. It's a, it's a later start for the Bishop's Golf Classic. So at 11 o'clock. Yeah, 11 o'clock. Everything's uh-huh. going to look a little bit different, of course, but uh, they're still doing it, and they're doing it safely. So I'm, I'm excited to get out there. You get that you get with our great IT department there at uh, Iowa Catholic Radio and see if we can come up with something there at Echo Valley. I might be interested in helping out with That'd that. That'd be kind of fun. I, I would love to do that. Yeah, we'll see yeah. what we can put together. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, uh, don't forget to practice, John. That's that's very key. I'm going to do my best. All right, sir. Right now, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in the morning, got a beautiful day at the Mercy One studio. Clear skies right now and 57 degrees, calm winds and humidity up there at 87%, but that'll change today. Mostly sunny skies, low humidity, and a high of 82 degrees in central Iowa today. Northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour tonight. Clear skies, overnight low of 58 degrees. And then tomorrow and the rest of the week, partly cloudy, highs in the mid-80s with low humidities all three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Our next chance of rain is on Saturday uh, here in central Iowa. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, well, if you haven't filled out the census yet, uh, the U.S. Census Bureau says you shouldn't be surprised if you get a knock on your door. Since last week, census takers have been visiting homes of Iowans who have uh, yet to complete their census questionnaire. Uh, partnership coordinator with the uh, the U.S. Census Bureau says the census takers are hired locally to go door-to-door in their communities to follow up with those households who haven't f- filed yet. Uh, it's not too late to self-respond to the census. In fact, Iowa has been one of the top five states in the country with the number of households to self-respond, sitting at 69% of households as of Sunday. Now, to self-respond to the uh, census, you can log on to their website, 2020census.gov. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard involving some of the Midwest teams. In the National League, the Cubs and Cardinals split a doubleheader at Wrigley Field. Cardinals win the first game 3-1. to Cubs came back in the nightcap and won 5-4. to White Sox defeated Detroit 7-2 to and the Minnesota Twins down the Kansas City Royals 4-1. to Yesterday was the opening day of fall sports. Boys high school golf got underway and the Dowling Boys got their first victory of the year as they defeated Southeast Polk by seven strokes at the Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill. Dowling Catholic senior Brett Wegman was a runner-up medalist. He shot a 78. Today the Dowling Boys golf team takes on Urbandale and they'll tee it up at 9 o'clock this morning at uh, Beaver Creek Golf Course in Grimes. And we're just 10 days away from the start of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th consecutive year, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending Class 4A champions, and the opening night is Friday, August 28th, Dowling in Indianola, pregame at 6.30, kickoff right here on Iowa Catholic Radio at 7 o'clock, and we'll be broadcasting from the Indianola Football Stadium. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 57 degrees, winds are calm, and humidity up there at 87%, but today... Sunny skies, low humidity, a high of 82 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com.
Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not looking bad this morning as we are still accident-free. I know major delays to pass along. Just look out for the Legos. Okay? That's it. You should be all right. Yep. <laughs> Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, today's saint had to continuously push away honors and money that he felt he had not earned. St. Louis of Toulouse today was a prince of France. At the age of 20, he renounced his royal title and declared his desire to become a priest. The Pope quickly made Louis a bishop, which at that time came with considerable land, wealth, and prestige. Louis was embarrassed by the wealth and petitioned the Pope to allow him to also become a Franciscan, take that vow of poverty. The Pope, he agreed. St. Louis uh, took vows of poverty and prayer alongside his installation as a bishop. He then set aside 75% of his income to care for the poor and to remain and to, excuse me, to maintain the churches of his diocese. They were really kind of going in shambles there. Out of the remainder, Louis invited 25 poor people to dine with him every single night from the streets, an invitation that was usually reserved for other prestigious people in town, not for Louis. Louis appointed a brother Franciscan to publicly admonish him every time he made a mistake. That's probably the, the favorite part of the story for him. The brother did so repeatedly. Louis then died at the age of 23, probably of embarrassment. In three years, he had made an enormous impact on his diocese and was already being considered a saint. He was canonized 16 years later. St. Louis of Toulouse to pray for us. Amen. Can you imagine that, Deacon Tony? Hiring someone to admonish you publicly every time you made a mistake. (laughs) For me, that would be a full-time job, you know? (laughs) The 60 hours a week over here. (laughs) Overtime. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. See, I need him right there. <laughs> hey, Gene. Good morning. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, I just want, Mary Sue and I are wondering when you're going to get back on the road. Uh, Mid-September. Is going to be Ooh. it, yeah. So hey. you might you might have a might have a time here mid September. So we'll see. Well, we're we're good with that. Yeah, so. I okay. know. Well, okay. it's all, you, I can always depend on both of you. That's the thing. Yes, yes. Well, hey, coming up today on Straight Talk, I have Dr. Charles Yost joining me, and he is a member of Bishop Johnson's medical advising team around this whole COVID um, COVID nineteen issue, and and you know how the diocese has responded to it. Um, from a, a human resources standpoint, and, and they've advised the schools. So we're gonna we're gonna break down fact versus fiction on this COVID thing, and you know all the conspiracy theories and all the weirdness has been going on with this. We're just gonna get down to brass tacks, and and Dr. Yost is gonna help us do that. I like that all through the weirdness. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, that's yeah. gonna be coming up at ten o'clock this morning. A full hour with Gene Wells, straight talk. And uh, if you miss it, they're all podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com. You can check them all out there. Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right, Frank Cronin coming up right after this, friends. Uh, he has got a new book out that I found really interesting. The World According to God is what it's called. The Whole Truth About Life and Living. 
this book featured coming up right after this. John Lee Nighting in the Morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Tuesday, August 18th. Thank you for being a part of the show. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service. No, the commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials is next to none. Passed the truck on my way to the uh, office this morning. 1999 was when they were originally founded. 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, August 18th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. It's not too late to get your tickets for the 2020 Bishop's Golf Classic slated for August 31st at Echo Valley Country Club in Norwalk. It might look a little different this year with additional restrictions and social distancing, but we'll have the same fun while helping people in need. Go to catholiccharitiesdm.org for more information and tickets. St. Catherine of Siena Parish near Drake University is the home of the Catholic Deaf community. Sign language is available every Sunday at the 10.30 a.m. Mass. Sign language is also offered at St. Francis Parish in West Des Moines on Sundays at 9.30. Don't forget to take a subscription to the Catholic Mirror. Our diocesan newspaper goes to every registered Catholic household, bringing stories of faith and inspiration. You can support our monthly publication by mailing your subscription into the Diocese of Des Moines or go to online to dmdiocese.org slash giving. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show, what they do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. It's an honor to be able to team up with them, operating and managing vegetable farms, chicken farms, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, since 2001. BlessmanInternational.org. BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to my last guest of the day, the author of the book, The World According to God, The Whole Truth About Life and Living, Frank Cronin, joins me. Hi, Frank. Hi, John. Good morning. This is almost like a book on moral theology, my friend. I mean, you just cover everything in this thing. Well, kind of, um, it kind of follows sort of my, my way of looking at the world and I think trying to get at the truth about a variety of important things. I mean, that's what uh, 
when I first became a Catholic, many people thought that uh, I had I had just you know been fed up with Protestantism at that point and so on. And I kept telling them, well, no, this is actually the truth. I'm doing this not because I wanted to be a Catholic, but I have to be a Catholic because they're right. Was it someone and, or something, maybe a book, or what, what inspired you to make that leap? Well, there were uh, four sentences in the middle of a book uh, called Rome Sweet Home by Scott Hahn, my uh, secretary at work, uh, who was a Catholic, and we had shared our faith for a number of years, and she asked me to read it, and I hit the four sentences in the middle of the book where Scott, in basically in one paragraph, uh, decimates the Protestant epistemology, their theory of knowing. Uh, he takes on sola scriptura, and in a very simple way said, if if Scripture doesn't say sola scriptura, meaning only Scripture, if Scripture never says that, then you really don't have a way of, you know, explaining how you can know the truth about God. And so I did the homework the rest of that summer, and and then I was prepared to become a Catholic. Wow. That, did, did anyone become Catholic with you? Was this a, a family decision, or was it just you? Well, it was me for starters. Um, and then, you know, what I did decided to do with the family because they weren't ready to become Catholic when I was. We kept going to our Protestant church, and we would come home every Sunday after uh, after service and have lunch. And then after lunch, we would read Rome Sweet Home from the first page to the last aloud, discussing it, debating it, and so on. And then at the end of nine months, I said, well, I'm going to be a Catholic. My wife, your mom is going to be a Catholic. My youngest daughter, who was under 18, she's going to be a Catholic because that's, that's my call. But uh, my two older daughters were uh, college students, and I invited them to attend an RCIA that a, a very accommodating priest had set up just for our family. So, Awesome stuff. I, you, you really kind of go through, first and foremost, you know, talking about the existence of God himself, and then the truth of Christianity, and then in particular, the Catholic faith. I mean, so you kind of uh, systemically or systematically kind of go through all of that. First and foremost, what, what do you think is the greatest uh, argument for the existence of God? Well, I think one, probably the greatest argument for me is the fact that that reason exists and that we can know God and prove that he exists with reason alone. And I think that's, um, that's a real challenge for the modern world and modern people because they tend to think that science is the only way to really know truth and everything else is really opinion, and, and that's just not so. And I spend the, the early three or four chapters in the book going through that, that you can't do science without reason. So science comes from reason. It's a composite use of reason and, and sensory experiences by which we observe the physical world. And so for me, the existence of reason and what it can prove and do is really getting next to the mind of God. Yeah, I thought that was really fascinating how that's the argument that you use. And as you said, you, you don't just spend a little bit on that. You, you spend a few chapters going over that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, talking about your own uh, way or process of getting to the Catholic faith. Um, but there's a lot of work to do. Once you become Catholic, that's where I feel like the work really <laughs> begins here, because now we're really trying to become saints. And there's a lot of things that can get in the way of that. One of those things that you talk about is materialism. And you say uh, mm-hmm. this line, I think this is brilliant, you say that faith is blind. A lot of people say that faith is blind. No, materialism and moral relativism are blind. 
Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, and that just comes from the natural idea that if there is no God, then all we are left with is matter, energy, time, and space, hmm. which means any kind of uh, sense we have, any kind of knowing, our consciousness, our minds, our reason, our deductions, our inductions, all are illusions based on neural firings. I mean, if all we are is matter and energy, then everything we experience in, in emotions, uh, convictions, uh, understanding, reason, all of that is just byproducts of biochemical activity. It has no real reality. There was a, an evolutionary biologist in the 30s that talked about this. He said that if all I am is biochemistry, I have no way of knowing that all I am is biochemistry. Hmm. Hmm. That's fascinating. Um, miracles. How do you see uh, God working miracles? And, uh, you know, are they, are they necessary? Why do they matter? Why, do, why are they important to even talk about? Well, I think they, they flow from the whole idea of a God who's active and involved in the world. So we have providential miracles or circumstantial miracles, but we also have, you know, miracles where things are appear or things are extended. I mean, I've had the personal experience, uh, although not in the last decade or so, where uh, God would expand, kind of made loaves and fishes out of my bank account when I was off pursuing graduate degrees, following what I thought was what he wanted me to do. So I've seen that. I mean, he's a loving father, so uh, it, it isn't. he's not a miser. He does need to grow us up, so sometimes he lets us go through things, but other times he makes a way for us to go through things. What's the interest rate at God's bank? I got to know. Um, <laughs> finally, mor- know. morality, um, and I like how you, you really shape all of this, because when you talk about the church's teachings, when you talk about uh, being moral just in general and morality, um, you don't talk about it as just a list of rules. You say that, you know, it's not just a list of, you know, prohibitions that you can't do this and you can't do that, but you say it's the gateway to love and peace. And that's how we have to really see doing the right thing, Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, if you really look at what, what he's trying to show us there, he's trying to show us a way to really love one another and to live more comfortably inside the truth. Uh, and one of the truths that he does hold out for us beyond the, uh, the things that we should do is he goes, you know, I, I kind of have you. Uh, he gives us a net for when we mess up, we just got to kind of admit that, you know, Go to confession and move on. He's he's quite willing to forgive us. He knows what we're up against, and he knows who we are. Yeah, doing the right thing isn't just kind of checking this box and that box. It's actually living within that love of God. It's and that's yeah. what you find in the in the life of the saints. That's what you find in, in people in our own lives that uh, are trying to do the right thing. Again, it's not just a list of rules. Okay, I'll do this, or I got to do that, and I got to do this. Uh, moralism is what that can sometimes um, boil down mm-hmm. to. But rather, uh, the moral life is the life where we really try to discover and live in that very presence of God and allow Him as. Dis- discerning what I was talking about earlier in the show, uh, each and every decision that comes at or comes our way and what it is that God's will is uh, for us. It just looks like a magnificent book. It's a big one. Like I said, it could be you know used probably to, to teach different uh, uh, classes. The World According to God, The Whole Truth About Life and Living. Where can people get the book, Frank? Well, they can get it at uh, Sophia Institute. Um, just go to their website. Uh, it also happens to be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online uh, sources. Locally, you can go to Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it, they'll order it for you. Frank Cronin. Thanks, Frank, for coming on the show. Sounds like a great book. 
No, thanks, John. God bless. God bless you, too. The world according to God, the whole truth about life and living. Interesting stuff this morning. All right, that'll do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water we never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run Construction, Five Sons Nature Scapes, and Blessman International.